Lake of the Woods and Greenwoods Camp. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Lake of the Woods and Greenwoods Camp podcast. As always, I'm Jess and I'm the music studio manager here at camp. Coming up on this episode of the podcast, we will be hearing from Pia, one of our Lake of the Woods counsellors, and she will be joined by two of her campers from the Bryn Mawr South Cabin. We will also be hearing from two of our favourite Greenwoods counsellors who work at the waterfront. And closing out the episode, we will hear from Tilly, one of our Lake of the Woods counsellors, and she will be interviewed by two of her campers, Sarah and Sydney. I hope that everyone out there is enjoying their camp off-season. And before we get into today's episode, as we have been saying at camp all summer long, many teams, one dream. Hello everyone, my name is Pia and I am a counsellor for Cabin Bryn Mawr South. Um, I have two of my campers here with me today. Could you please introduce yourselves, ladies? My name is Tori. Um, this is my third summer at Lake of the Woods, and I'm in Cabin Bryn Mawr South. Um, my name's Maddie. It's my fifth summer at Lake of the Woods, and I'm also in Bryn Mawr South. And girls, could you please tell the audience how many campers we have in our cabin? Don't we, we have 21? Yeah, so we have four 21. counselors, so we have 25 people. And um, but people like left early, so now we have 18. Yeah. And who are your other counsellors? Um, we have Hannah, who teaches crafts. And where is she from? England. <laughs> and Maria, who teaches dance, and she's from Mexico. And then Amy. What does Amy teach? Paddle. Amy from Paddle. <laughs> that Wait, it's, it's her second summer, right? Yes, it is. First. It's her first? Oh, 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 my bad, guys. Okay. It's Amy's first summer, and she's from Australia. And she teaches paddle. Mm-hmm. And do we have a cabin song for Bryn Mawr South? Well, yeah, it's Mar not song. like specifically to Bryn Mawr South, but there's like songs for the Bryn Mars, which is like four different cabins. Yeah, it's the two oldest age groups. Yeah. It's the babies and the seniors that we call it. Should we do it? Yeah, you should do it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Do it. Right. Three, two, one. B, that's where it begins. R, the second letter is Y. Y is the third, and N is the fourth letter in this word. M, A, we'll fill it in. W, we're near the end, so B, R, Y, M, N, A, W, R, that's how you spell Bryn Mawr. B, M, E, N, S, W, 2, help us make this summer true. We want to stay, we want to say, we want to play Bryn Mawr. Go Bryn Mawr. And every cabin has, like, a different cheer, so, like... Mm-hmm. There's, like, another cheer, but, like, it's, like, fast. Yeah. So. I don't... I don't I don't even know what it yeah, says. I don't <laughs> and do you know how old these cabin songs are? I mean, I know they've been a thing like since Florence and Yeah, they've yeah. been a thing for like probably over 70 years. Yeah, wow. That's nice. Yeah. That's a perfect segue into our next topic, which is traditions. Um, but since it is currently since it is currently color days right now, do you want to talk about what color days is and what that means? Color Days is basically a three-day competition between um, first session, it's purple and gold, but currently we're in second session, which is blue and white. And it's a competition where you're supposed to show the seven virtues and um, throughout three days. And 
some traditions include like burn the rope, where captains um, are like make a fire as quick as they can after every camper competes in an obstacle relay, and um, their goal is to burn the rope before the other team does. What's another one? There's song fest, and oh, yeah. each team learns three songs. There's like a main song. Um, Cheer, it's cheer, and, and then like the Lake of the Woods cheer yeah. to a different tune. Like this year, um, gold, not gold. Um, blue did Under the Sea from The Little Mermaid, and white did Full House. And like, um, then there's like Capture the Flag and Pantheon. Pantheon's really cool. It's like everyone has to sit straight, and it's like a almost like a talent show, but like with really odd, like out of the ordinary talents that I think are really someone sang Phineas and Ferb's backwards. Yeah, and like people did like song. the Pledge of Allegiance backwards in a human pyramid. Yeah, and in Hebrew, right? Yeah, and like Hebrew, Spanish, and French. And like, it was it's cool. just so cool that like we have three days of, and it's such like a big competition because we. I know some camps they they have it, but it's like only like a day, or it's not as big of a thing. But like us, like it's like the three last days of camp, and everything is for points. Like it's so so important. Yeah. What's another one? Oh, there's flag that um, around three to four campers work on, and it's basically you're supposed to make um, like this poster that um, it's supposed to represent the virtues. So this year I worked on it with my friend Eden and Lily, and we um, we made a music and a record player one. So it was the um, the notes of humor and loyalty, which are virtues that we show over the pe- the um, three days of color wars that um, represent, and then the other ones were the albums. We did, like, The Divide, Abbey Road, The Dark Side of the Moon, like, albums like that, and, um, and then did The Record Player of Unity, which is the main virtue. And then Blue did Cinderella, and it was, like, The Carriage and The Fairy Godmother of Humor and Loyalty and Cinderella, and The Little Mice were, like, The Seven Virtues, and it was, it was really, really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, moving on to the next question, girls. Um, what was your favorite moment at camp this summer? Okay, so first session, I think my favorite thing, like, I mean, I love color wars and like Olympic days, but I really liked first session. Um, I had this really good tube ride with Tori and <laughs> this counselor Ruby drove us and it was so fun. And I also really enjoyed the sunrise paddle boarding. Like it was such a cool experience and it was really pretty. Mine was probably getting up on wakeboard for the first time or doing my first 180 with everyone on the boat. (laughs) Everyone was screaming. It was really cute. And then second session, I don't know, like everything is just so special at camp. Like it's all things that are so different from like your home life. And it's honestly just like an escape from reality. Yeah. And the people you live with like become your sisters and like a family. Fun fact, yeah. I've only known Maddie for seven weeks now. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Um, next question. Are you guys a top bunk or bottom bunk? And why do you prefer well, either? I'm a top bunk. Um, first session, I wanted to be bottom bunk. But, like, I like top bunk better. I don't know. I just like it because people don't sit on my bed. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have, I'm on a bottom bunk. But next year, I really want to go top bunk. Um because I, I don't like bottom bunk. It's just like I love being like higher up in the um Yeah. I don't know. I just like being I'm high. currently bunking as a counselor <laughs> and I personally love it. I personally love it. It's just sometimes annoying when you just wanna sit and your bed's so high up. But Are you top it's or fun. bottom? You're top, right? Yeah, I'm top. Um and 
now I think we're going to conclude the, the segment. Yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. And you should definitely come to camp. <laughs> camp is fun. <laughs> Bye. 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 This episode of the podcast is proudly brought to you by the Hayloft Ice Cream Parlor. At the Hayloft, we believe in creating a welcoming environment for all. Our parlor is the perfect spot for families and friends to come together for lunch or dinner or just simply enjoy a sweet treat. And if you're in a hurry, don't worry. You can order online for pickup or delivery and enjoy our ice cream on the go. Hayloft! Okay, that was great to hear from Pia and the girls. And it was wonderful to learn more about their camp experiences. Coming up next, we will hear from two of our most popular staff members. They both work at Greenwoods and at the waterfront. This is Stefan and Keegan. My name is Stefan Canton and I'm a counselor at Greenwoods. Uh, my name is Keegan Riddell. I'm from Johannesburg, South Africa, and I'm a counselor at Greenwoods Camp. So, Keegan, I am curious. I haven't actually asked you, how did you, how did you come to Lake of the Woods and Greenwoods Camp? Like, how'd you end up here? It's your second year? Yes, this is my second year. And um, it's, it's not that crazy of a story. So, um, I went to this college in Delaware called Goldbeacon College. And then um, I was there for a couple of years. And uh, this counselor who came here, he ended up transferring from Iowa to Delaware and came to my school. And he was also from South Africa. So we just like clicked um, straight away because there was only three South Africans at the school. Um, And we all came from Joburg. So we all knew like what it was like living where we were, what we missed, you know. Um, And then he just told me one day, and it was pretty late into the, the year. I think it was around... Well, not into the year, but it was coming up close to camp. It was in March. He told me about, and then in April I applied. Um, and he just he showed me all these videos about of color days, and I was like, "Wow, that is really cool! Like, that's something I want to be involved in. Like, the the passion these kids have. Like, it's not the same back in South Africa. Like, everyone's at camp just because they kind of have to be. It's like it's normally school trips. We're here. The kids actually want to be, here, and you're like, "Wow, that's actually pretty cool. I'm gonna go look at it." Yeah, I mean, I think it's such a unique environment where kids can really be themselves without having to worry. Because I feel like in the real world, when you're with your parents and stuff, you feel like you hold the parts of yourself back that maybe you're not like sure whether you want to show that yet, like to your parents, your family, your friends. And here, they're just like do whatever. And you, Stefan, how did you end up coming to to camp? Mine is a more interesting story in how I got here because I didn't expect to be Decatur, Michigan of all places, for yep. my summer. But I worked at a previous camp in Vermont. I worked at a previous camp there with um, Ben Jerez, who's one of the people who does the hiring. Uh, he calls me up. He says, I miss you, man. Like, I want to see you again. I want to work with you. You're going to love it here. Just trust me, this, this place will suit you. It will be a home for you. And it was the day I was going to sign my contract for the other camp. And I had a decision to make. I could go back to what I was comfortable with, but, you know, it would be without Ben. And I hadn't seen him for a year or two. And then I said, you know what? I'm going to take a risk, take a jump, and I'm just going to trust him. So glad I did. It was crazy. It's such an amazing experience. So, Stefan, what exactly were you, like, was your role at camp? What did you do? Like, what was your, what did you do on the daily basis? 
I worked at the waterfront. I was a sailing instructor for the activity periods and then a cabin counselor throughout the day. At my last camp, I did paddleboard and I was a lifeguard there as well. And when I came here, they offered me a role at the waterfront. They said, this is what's available. One of the options was sailing. I came into camp having very, very small knowledge of sailing. The last time I sailed, I crashed the boat into the dock because <laughs> I was going too fast. That, and at, the, at that point, they were like, yeah, you shouldn't go on a sailboat again. So what, being one of the only options, I couldn't do ski anymore because it was, it was full. So I was like, I'm just going to take it and run with it. So I got here. I watched some YouTube videos beforehand, got here, worked very closely with Francois and like the other sailing team to learn everything I could about sailing. By the end of summer, I can confidently, confidently say like I could take a sailboat out and I could teach it. I could instruct how to sail, and it's, it's been an amazing experience. And then cabin counselor when I wasn't at the sail dock. What uh, age group did you have? I had so what we call Iroquois, so I had seven, eight, and nine-year-olds. And I had them for both sessions, actually. So sometimes, the count, as you know, sometimes counselors switch, cabins switch age groups, but I stayed with the little ones the whole time. I'm sure you have some funny stories about that. But um, this year, I was just at paddleboarding. Um, lots of good fun. Like The kids just go out, and they like to pirate with each other where they try and flip each other's paddleboards. And you just got to make sure it doesn't get too out of hand that someone like gets hurt. But yeah, that was like my, most of my day was taken up with paddleboarding. And then when I wasn't paddle, paddleboarding, I was the Black Hawk West uh, counselor. I'm sure it's a complete contrast. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the differences in being a cabin counselor for different age groups is always like surprising how different it really can be. Yeah. But I'm sure you have stories and stuff. Um, being with a Black Hawk West counselor, you didn't have to do as much in terms of daily functioning, like brush your teeth, make sure yeah. you use shampoo and body wash, like little things like that. But what you did have to deal with, well, like yeah, my I'd job was like put that fire out. You know, <laughs> I have a question. What is uh, your favorite camp memory? You know, of of camp this year. Camp is very much. It can be like a bubble. But even within the bubble, it's how life is. It, there's a lot of ups and there's downs. I have so many stories of the ups. I have favorite memory. It's a little tough, but I guess one of my favorites was um, my first session, Iroquois Boys, towards the end of the session. We, we let all, our, all the boys do a sleepover, which was funny because we sleep in the same cabin anyways. But they wanted to put all their mattresses and mattress stoppers in the middle of the room because we had a bigger area there. And we said, you know, it's like the final week of camp. Like, why not? Like, yeah, we just got to clean it up in the morning. But they're like, yeah, we promise we'll clean. So my one of my co's, Matthew Shapiro, <laughs> they ask him to be in the sleepover. He's like, I'm gonna keep my bed here. And then they ask, they ask me as well. They're like, oh, we want you to be part of the sleepover. I was like, oh, I am. I'm, I'm very close. I'm nearby. I'm right here. Because <laughs> I was not gonna put my mattress on the floor because I, my back was already hurting. And I was like, I, I need a good night's rest. You know? Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I would, I really would, but you know, my bed is here. I I can't move it right now. I'm I'm tired. So two two of the boys come over and start to try and push my bed. They're like, oh, can you get off? I was like, oh, you know, I've had a long day. I'm gonna stay on. It's it's probably not a good idea. You can't you can't really move it. And they look at me like with purpose in their eyes, and they go, yeah, Iroquois, Iroquois. Which is, was our cabin name. They call all the boys over because they couldn't do it themselves. And let me tell you, like these boys were arguing all day. They were arguing about the smallest things. I 
But that was such a turning point of like that day and the next couple of days were such a breeze because they worked together to move my bed all the way to the middle of the mattress, like the mattress super bed. So it's just my bed with everything, including me on top of it. And then all the mattresses surrounding me on the floor. And they're like, we did it. Celebrated. I, I love that story. And it was great. It was even funnier because I happened to have the night off, came back, completely forgot that my bed had been moved, go to just throw myself on the bed and like go to lay down. And I had to stop myself from falling because I was about to smack the floor because there was no bed. <laughs> it was just my dresser and no bed. I was like, where is my bed? <laughs> so I had to tiptoe over all the sleeping Iroquois. I was terrified of waking them up because once they're out, they're up. Oh, I can imagine. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I had some early mornings talking about, Stefan, can I go play Gaga? At like 6 a.m. I had a kid wake me up at like 7 a.m. one time and ask me for a night bite. You know, we have those night bites at the end of the night. They always come the same time of day. End of the day, after your shower, you get your night bites. It's called a night bite. 7 a.m., Stefan. I open one eye. Do you have any extra night bites? Like now? <laughs> I want Cheez-Its. I can I can imagine that. I can imagine that. Yeah. I'm sure you have some great stories. Like what like what would you say is a funny or standout memory? Um a standout memory for me, and this one isn't like that it's funny, it's just I'd never have expected it from a bunch of 13-year-old boys. Like early in the afternoon, they'd be laughing at fart sounds, but then later in the afternoon. One of the kids will ask me, hey, Keegan, what do you think of the universe? It's just so crazy to think that these, some of these kids have got such great conversational topics. That's probably some of my favorite memories at camp. Like, these kids just amazing me. Yeah, they, these kids are just so great. have the coolest ideas about the world. Oh, definitely. Since we're talking about kids, I have a, like, a funny question. I love just asking counselors. If you could go into one of your kids' bodies and see life through his eyes... Which camper would you pick? I'd say one of my second session Iroquois boys. Like this camper <laughs> is just an icon. He's so charismatic and he's been at camp long enough. He has an older brother that's been at camp for a long time. So he knows kind of like the whole camp life. He has a little bit more maturity, I say. Doesn't always show it, but has it for sure. And also his personality, just the way he is with the rest of the campers. He's just like a big energy. He'll get things going. He'll get everyone involved. Like even other campers that at first weren't sure um, about the camp cool vibe. Like if they wanted to participate and they would look over at Archer, he's like, this is awesome. They'd be like, oh, I got it. I got to join in on that. So I, I relate to that. I think it'd be a lot of fun seeing that perspective. Yeah. I have, I have a question for you that I want to ask. So I love to ask this to other counselors as well because I know I have some funny stories, but what would you say is one of the weirdest or strangest things that you've ever had to repeat that a camper said or that you've had to like say? So I've had to say, stop farting in each other's faces. <laughs> yeah, this was, the first, <laughs> this was the first year I was at camp. And I mind you, the boys had first session. So this is the first time I was ever interacting with kids. Within two hours of the kids getting here, I walk into the cabin and I see the one's like sitting over the other one's face <laughs> and he's just trying to push out a fart. <laughs> and, and I'm just standing there in disbelief. And I was like, guys, I think it's best if we stop trying to fart in each other's faces. 
Yeah, I see. I love stories like that because you have to say it seriously, which is what makes it hilarious looking back on it. It's like, I'm sure you, in that moment, you're like, yes, granted, it's objectively funny. However, we're, we're not going to fire on each other's faces. Yeah. I could not believe what I had just seen within the first two hours. I was like, oh boy. Yeah. Okay, well, I mean, I've had a good time here. I don't know about you. Oh, I've had a fantastic time. Yeah, I've enjoyed Reliving this these conversation. Memories. Yeah, it's it's made me reminisce, and I can't wait for next year. Um, but yeah, this is your boy Keegan, and uh, I hope you have a good day because I can't complain about mine. This is Stefan signing off. I appreciate you. I hope you appreciate me. Peace and love all. All right, that was great to hear from Keegan and Stefan. Definitely two of our superstar counsellors from Greenwoods this summer. Coming up next, we have Tilly, one of our counsellors who will be in the hot seat, and she will be interviewed by two of her campers from the Radcliffe cabin. So this is Tilly, Sarah and Sydney. Hello, I'm Tilly. I'm from the UK and I'm the counsellor in Radcliffe cabin. Hi, I'm Sydney. I'm from Illinois and I'm in Radcliffe Cabin. Hi, I'm Sarah. I'm in Radcliffe Cabin and I'm from Illinois. What will you miss about wait, what <laughs> what will you miss most about camp when you leave? Um I mean I said it in the cabin earlier, but I'll probably miss like not seeing you guys every day. Because you guys all come in with some really crazy things from what you've done in the day, and it just brings me lots of joy. How has camp slash working with kids changed you? Oh, I've had to become way more resilient to dealing with things, but in a, like in a really good way. Like you guys have helped me become more understanding of like your generation and kids your age, which is super fun because I like love getting to know you all. What is something about your activity? So I work at the LWC Swim Dock. <clears throat> I am the director. So I am in charge of the free swim activities at camp, which is super fun. But um, I'd like to try some different things next year when I come back. What is your favourite food at camp? Oh, you guys are going to hate me for this one, but I like the turkey dinner. The turkey dinner is the nicest thing. Like the Thanksgiving? Yeah, oh, like I the love Thanksgiving that one. one. Yeah, no, that one's my favourite because it reminds me of food at home. Like, you know, like a roast dinner at home. That's, oh, that's what it reminds good. me of. What's usually the best part of your day slash what do you look forward to most each day? Oh, you know what? Probably evening programs. I think evening programs are like, especially the ones that we all like really get into and enjoy. And tubing with you guys is fun, especially when you all fall off. That's even better. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, definitely evening, like going into evening programs is super fun. Would you be willing to bunk? Do I get a choice of who I bunk with? Can you give me three people and I have to choose? Go on, you can do this. Coco, Jimmy. Jimmy or Justine. Okay. So I would probably, I would probably bunk with Jimmy because I feel like Coco and Justine would bunk with each other. Yeah? Yeah. Would I be top or bottom? Where would you put me? Top. Top bunk? Mm-hmm. Why? I just feel like that when you like climb up your bunk, <laughs> like I can <laughs> see you as climbing up your bunk. Okay, that makes sense. A climbing girl. Okay, um, can you name every girl in the cabin? Do you want me to go through bunks? Okay. 
Um, Finley, Shyla, JJ, Emery, Pearl, Harlow, Charlotte, Megan, Daphna, Sammy, Blake, Carola, Lex, and Sid. What is your favorite thing at camp? Oh, what is my favorite thing at camp? Hers. What do you mean hers? What, Sydney, what is your favorite thing at camp? Uh, yeah, we'll say what's your favorite thing at camp first, and then I'll tell you my favorite thing at camp. My favorite thing at camp is water skiing because I love wakeboarding and hanging out with my counselors and friends. Mm-hmm. Sarah, what's your favorite thing at camp? My favorite thing at camp is hanging out with my friends. Yeah, true. That's probably my favorite thing at camp now because I've met such amazing people from all over the world that like I would never have met if unless I had come to camp. And I nearly didn't come to camp, so I'm super happy that I'm here. What is your favorite thing about living with 15 girls? <laughs> um, you know what? I, if I think about it now when I go home, it's going to be super quiet and I don't know how, if, how well I'm going to deal with it because you guys are just like crazy, but in the best way. And I love you all because you're all super cool. But I don't know. I think it's just like remembering what it was like to be 12 and listening to all your conversations and like it's just it's, it's super cute and funny. Oh, <laughs> my favorite thing about living with 15 girls is probably, like, you. I don't really personally get sick of them, and, like, there's always somebody to hang out with. Yeah. Sarah? My favorite thing about living with 15 girls is there's always, like, someone to hang out with because there's, like, 15 girls on the camp. It's, like, if, like, one of them's, like, mad at you, then, like, you have, like, 14 other girls. Yeah. But we never fight in Radcliffe, right? Nope. No drama. <laughs> Good. Okay. Well, thank you for asking me the questions, girls. Of course. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Well, that brings us to the end of another episode of the Lake of the Woods and Greenwoods Camp podcast. Once again, my name is Jess, or sometimes known as the Victorian Volcano, the Golden Nighthawk, or the Reverse Apache. I hope that everyone out there is staying well and staying safe and enjoying the camp off-season. This has been the Lake of the Woods and Greenwoods Camp Podcast. Thank you all for listening. And now for our moment of fun. Is my mom going to see this?